hello, hello, and thank you for joining me on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Kareem Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? This is episode 23. Thank you for joining us again. So uh, I hope everyone's been staying uh, nice and entertained as we have been into this uh, forced quarantine. But uh, yeah, you know, nothing really changed for me too much. Uh, I know a lot of people have been experiencing some some real shitty times being laid off, which which sucks because I figured at this time people would be furloughed. But looks like uh, companies are jumping on the opportunity to cut the fat. In this here capitalist society, we can't. I definitely don't expect ninety percent of these companies. And it to sucks because we're going to get into the watching employees. real quick. We're definitely going to get into the watching real quick. But I figured, like, you know, a lot of industries are going to get bailed out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So especially like hospitalities, hotel industries, um, you know, and and most of the the the, the pivotal industries that are going to get uh hit are going to get bailed out. And so that's what really sucks to see a lot of people get laid off rather than furloughed because, you know, when you're laid off, there's you're done. There's no recourse. You know, if they try to compensate people through payroll reimbursements, things like that, none of that's going to happen for them. You know what I mean? The furloughed people, thank goodness, will have something to come back to. You know what I mean? At least their their business will hopefully, you know, be in the bailout will recompense themselves for what they lost and be able to pick up at some semblance of full strength. Right. Right. But, um, yeah, no, I, I really think that sucks. So I want to give a shout out to everybody who's been laid out on this really shitty time. You know, I really, you know, it's one of those things that you'll never know how necessary it was. And so, you know, if you're having a tough time, I hope that, uh, you get a little bit of entertainment out of this. Not yeah, that I yeah, want to yeah. talk about anything that's all too entertaining. <laughs> Keep your head up for yourself. For yourself you know yeah, I mean? definitely. But um, I finally finished up Altered Carbon, yeah. so we can um, we can, I can join you in a full full breath discussion <laughs> about that. Um, I was very entertained. It was really good. Yeah, um, it was pretty dope. So the spoilers will go out. I was really um, I was really surprised at, at Kelquist's um death wish man yeah. she was suicidal like every plan she that she had yeah. resulted in her dying and i was like wow yeah. that sucked that's why like that line that he did like it hit both like me and her it was like i wish you just loved me enough to live yeah. oh like, ah, no bah, 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 you know oh man and you know shout out to my homie um I, I found out not too long ago that he had lost his his wife to to a suicide and i was like man that's rough bro it sucked like just hearing that because you know you you know him and he's such a good guy and i very like when i had first heard it i literally had that thought so when i saw that that scene it really it, it hit extra hard because yeah it really brought back that feeling like damn like i hear and 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 that was the crazy part because she definitely i do feel like she 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 genuinely loved him but she felt that there was a sense of duty that called for her life greater than that love. And I'm like, wow, what a, a, a shitty thing to have happen in your life where the culmination of events comes to that. Like, I, I, I respect that people can come to that. But it's like, I'm so glad that not every life comes to that life right, decision that, because, man, yeah, does that suck. Has to make that yeah, man, because that choice is a shitty one. You know what I mean? We'll all have hard choices in our lives, but that one in particular to choose your duty 
um, or to sacrifice yourself over someone who you love, boy, that was a heavy, heavy, heavy one on, um, on the ending. But, uh, it, you know, it, it did a great job. Um, Poe's storyline, um, with dig, it was also very tragic. Yeah. You know what I mean? And as expected, it was, it was, it was really well written because, of how they tied in the tragedy, the tragedy that he experienced through his adventures with um, Takashi, very much were allegorical to the tragedies that Poe went through in his life, yeah. and so it was really well written in that respect. And so I appreciated that at very sure. least. That um, was very layered and very well artfully done, nicely dovetailed. It makes me extremely excited uh, for a season three, like. I, I think it was really good. And in this quarantine time, that is definitely a pick right there. You got to take some time to watch that season one and season two. As binge worthy, worthy for show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just it, it, it really held me. Um, I really enjoyed um, Trep's um, storyline as well. Yeah. Uh, I don't enjoy her name, though. It's a stupid name. It That's is a very stupid her. name. That's why I just call her Misty Knight because that was just like <laughs> that's bad disrespect. Trep, <laughs> that stupid ass name is Trep, bro. Like, what is Trep that is short it? for? No clue, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> it's like get out of here. Yeah, but whatever. But yeah, yeah. She, I thought she was like super dope. You know, I, I like how she was always on that mission. Her mission was mm-hmm. always family. You know what I mean? It was always like, yo, I got. These people at home, and I got this one dude that's not at home that should be at home, and I gotta find him. So yeah, her brother. Yeah, and and it was def it was really well uh, scripted the way that um she when she was watching her brother, uh, she was replaying her brother's last memories from his stack, and to see him and how much he. You know what he thought of her in his last moments, very candidly, <laughs> and the misunderstanding, and then understanding more about herself through seeing how people portray her was real. That that's real. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you know, a lot of personal growth is responding to how people interpret your interpret actions. your actions. Exactly. You know what I mean? And that's and, and that and that's a layer of growth that you know what I mean. Like the earlier you can do that, and the more responsible you can do that, because the thing is, you don't want to be engrossed with other people's ideas of what you do mm-hmm. you definitely want to take them into account mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you don't want because you know what i mean because yeah, then, then you become live your life by other people exactly because then you, you you become like these people who are are overindulgent into the social media you know what i mean that's a very slippery slope but you do want to you know the people who you interact interact with viscerally like face to face you know, you want to take into account, you know what I mean? And it, it, it'll just help social interactions, but it's just, it just show a great amount of personal growth when you could do that. So I, I really appreciated that they put that in there because it's something that I identified a lot with. Um, but yeah, the show overall was really good. Well acted. I mean, yeah, I love me some Danica uh, or Harlan, Danica Harlan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you for bringing her up. Cause I can't forget yeah, about her. She's so dope. Gosh. She she's so she's so wretched and that's what makes yeah. her ah oh, man she she's a great bad, bad guy, guy. great bad sure. guy <laughs> you know what I mean I like how she was ruthless but my favorite thing about her portrayal is she was she always had a backup plan she made yes. you may contingencies. Call, you may catch her slipping in the moment 
You may surprise her in the moment, but for sure she got a backup. Plan. I think she gets a contingency queen. What? <laughs> she, she's really, really good. Like, yeah. And in the end, it sort of surprised me, but didn't surprise me when she turned on them. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I like, was like, damn, for real. But okay, yeah, yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah, Danica would do that for sure. I'm disappointed, not upset. <laughs> because you can't be upset at her for doing exactly what Danica has been doing the entire yeah, show. Pretty much. I mean, you stop and think about it, you're like, oh, okay, that's a, that's that's she's about that life. You know what I'm saying? That's that's all she does. But I really, I really like her. I, and and they really did a great job with her as a mundane bad guy. You know what I mean? She, like she yeah. was not like in the beginning. She just looked like your typical like nerdy verbose senator type person. That she just like all nah, right, cause all right, but yeah, she grew on me, for, especially when she slapped that dude for running away. <laughs> First of all, the the, the dope like uh, I don't even know what that thing was through that spike in homie's eye, and he just like ran away. That was dope, but the fact that when she came, but, up, but not she for nothing. For it. If somebody threw a spike in your eye, that's fair. I would I'm just saying, I'm out of the, I'm out of combat. Bro. Yeah, I'm dude, I'm out like of for sure. Not for nothing. The spike to the, the ice pick to the eye would definitely make but me a non-combatant. To be fair, I don't have a sleeve. That's true. See, see, that's the we difference. also don't have the ability to be reborn in a new a body. See, that dude got a sleeve. He ain't got no excuse. He should just ripped it out of his eye and kept fighting. Yeah. But, but he probably didn't have a combat sleeve. He probably has a luxury sleeve. You know what I mean? You extra se- with extra tactile sensory for exactly. extra pain and pleasure. Exactly. <laughs> like, damn, dude. This is not Ooh, the sleeve the, for combat. The enhanced sensory. The package. super sensitive yeah, one. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My eyes. No. Yeah. It was. Um, who else was. Oh, the. The really, really sad loss of um, Trep's uh, dad. But also the um. But you kind of seen that coming. Oh, that was for part, sure. yeah. For sure, for sure. You know what I mean. But I like I like how they they slowly stoked that one. That one was a slow burn. You know what you was know what fucked mean? up that that nigga traveled the whole way there with them. <laughs> like my man, my man. So I I don't even know. Should you know, I? I like how he's in the background. Like all all, all I, I need I to spoil is that guys. I don't think we should go. All there. I need to know spoil is that at one point the person. Who interrogates her father and kills him, joins the team, and then proceeds to take them back to the <laughs> spot where he killed the father. Not at all mentioning, like, <laughs> by the way, fair. I killed that nigga brutally. To be fair, he very nervously tried to dissuade them from going there with like about five percent effort. You feel me? Yeah, he didn't put near like yeah. five percent effort. He was like, uh, uh. It was like a passing. I think they already swept there, guys. We probably shouldn't go back there. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, no, you still want to go? All right, I, I guess right. we can do that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, that's not what I would do, but you know, I mean, I guess. But that shit was it was cold. It was cold for sure. Yeah, man. And I really and my last thing that I'll I'll say about this is I really like the relationship between Takeshi. And Takeshi, you know yes. what I mean, and how they did that, and sort of how you did character development by having the same character in two different places well, I th- in their you, life. Yeah, and you know what I think was interesting. Um, I think that the Takeshi and the Mackie sleeve wanted to see if he would make the same decision twice with the same information, and that's what reaffirmed his love and let him sacrifice himself. A willingly like you know potentially sacrifice himself yeah. he's like, uh, in the end be okay. because he knows that 
that guy is still him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. given all the information, he made the exact same choices that he did. Yeah. And so it reaffirmed his ability to sacrifice himself for Kel, which I think kind of reaffirmed that, you know, maybe she has something to live for, which is to take down the protectorate, which season three bitches i'm waiting they set it up She's like yo they I set it up find a new war and he had the mackie sleeve with the super regeneration comeback nigga <laughs> what what yeah it's it's very yeah, bad man play, yo. <laughs> no, yo if you have them in the combat sleeve they okay around with people man you have to just go around and bust people in the bed that was Flick it was really good them, yeah. yo the, the, the it was a really well produced like netflix hit with this one you know what I mean? For a Netflix original, it definitely hit. Um, and then, you know, the Roni tends to make strange bedfellows. I ended up watching this um this one show, Daybreak, which mm. I can kind of medium recommend it. Medium recommend it. It's Only in these times shit. of great amounts of free time can I recommend it. It's not bad, but it's very stylized. Okay. Is it about vampires or zombies? Zom, it's like um yeah Zom zombies kind of but it's not you you like the zombies are a very very minute part of it okay um that's that's always good that's so it, it, you know so i'll give the spoiler alert because i'm not going to talk about this one again but um it was interesting it had it was very well once again very well produced the storylines interwoven into the gen the the, the main arc were were very well chosen so they chose some common tropes to to weave into the main story arc that were very interesting um one of the side characters um was on a kind of ronin samurai journey okay um that cool. actually had genuine parallels like it was very well done like seen through the whole arc i'm not even gonna spoil it like it, i i found that to be one of the better arcs in this show um interesting, interesting. there was uh there was the redemptive story of of the of the neglected child there was the there, all of the trope the side character tropes were really well woven in and they weren't they weren't like contrived you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. they pretty much stuck to their trope you know what i mean in the style of the show which is definitely hard to do like sometimes and, and that's where you get that shoehorned feeling is when that's not done properly <laughs> but this show did it well um the main character was i i liked him because he never i never liked him too much i never hated him too much okay you know what i mean like yeah. he was the kind of main character that i can see why a group of people would would rally around this person because you know he kind of plays to the middle enough to to get everyone's uh to get everyone's uh support okay and yeah, so you know I mean? yeah it's like which allowed the other characters to be crazy you know what i mean since he yeah. was so down the middle the rest of the characters got to be very colorful that which makes sense. played yeah. well he ends, he's the straight man to all their great crazies. turns great twists you know what i mean like the the twist oh, in the show, show did well okay. um but it is it is it is a lot of kids in this, so you know the what I mean. Black kid pretending to be a samurai, that one, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, and he actually got Riza to to dub over a portion. So shout out to to, to <laughs> that. You know what I mean? Like that is kind that's of every dope. black nerd's dream is to have Riza narrate your samurai bullshit? climax. Yeah. Like, come on. Hell yeah. So definitely, uh, uh, if you got some extra time. 
uh, in these rony-infested days, go ahead and check that out. You know what else I saw? Speaking of zombie-themed stuff, well, I didn't see it, but um, I actually just uh, I just saw the 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 little clip on Netflix thing because there's a new season for it apparently. But what is that thing? It is the Chinese period piece show with zombies. Have you seen it's called Kingdom? Netflix? I think that's what it's called. Yeah, I have. I have seen it. I haven't delved into it. It's probably going to end up getting watched. <laughs> I was just like, yo, yo, am I, I was like, am I seeing this right? Okay, all right, in ancient China. Okay, I'm with it. All right, yeah, and it was a zombie piece, eating okay. his way up Zom- like a terracotta zombies. roof. I was like, what? What? Are you? I yeah. was like, but I, I've, ne- it's, I've never seen it before, so you know it could be interesting. Hey. To be fair, um, I don't, I don't even like zombie stories that much. Like, there's very, very few zombie stories that I like, and I did like Train to Busan. So that was a good one. I'm willing to give this one a shot to see, um, to see what the kingdom might hold in store. All right, so that, that'll possibly be on the next one. We'll, we'll we'll give a little rundown of that. Yeah, if anything, I hope it's at least ridiculous. So at least it's like hilarious. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want it to be all bad. Hey, I'm open. <laughs> I have nothing to prejudge it on, really, because I try to actually. Yo, them clips be yo. They be too exposing, bro. Them, <laughs> yo, them little background trailers they put in the in the Netflix thing now. Yeah, you can literally watch the the whole show. You like, know you can disable those now, right? You got to, bro, because they're ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they you got to. Like, I could imagine some people were getting mad about that because, like, even if you're like clicking, 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 something like get your get your attention. You look back and. All of a sudden, you're getting the whole shit revealed to you. You're like, oh shit! Okay, let me click away, click away, click away. What's going on here? I actually, oh, another thing on Netflix that looks interesting that I've started like twice and stopped in less than like less than sixty seconds. But that Spencer for Hire movie that's um with Mark Mark in it. I I, I, I really want to support my boy because Winston Duke. Is yes, in it. yeah. I want to support Winston Duke, but, but um, it's not the same. I can't even get to. I can't even get. I can't. I stop on it, and it's one of those things. I'll watch. The, I'll actually watch that trailer. Like, I got to do more than this, though. I started. Yeah, I started it twice, and I haven't been able to get past that. I've been watching some stuff on late night. They've been doing promos for it, so I don't know. I I, I think by the time the weekend is over, I might end up watching it, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But that's possibly on the list for. Stuff to view. It, it it's catching my eye, but it's one of those things where I don't know if it's my type of movie, or maybe I'm just biased against it because Post Malone is in it. But I don't know. That is I'm a huge. Like, I have a huge bias there. <laughs> but you know what? Honestly, I I I'm going to kind of step away from that part of the bias. I think my main bias is Marky Marky Mark. Oh really? Uh, the Post Malone because I don't mind Post Malone acting. Like I don't like if. Any, well, this is his first role. I th- yeah, I think what have I seen? I've seen him in something else, like as a guest, but I don't know. Um, my, my all of my critiques of him are about his his presence in hip hop music. Like when it comes to pop music and his acting, I really I don't have any critique to levy against him yet. So I that I'm pretty much open to. So I'm definitely gonna give him a chance for with that. But um, it's Marky Mark, man. I don't know, but I guess he could change. Like I gotta get that man a chance. Like I, I really did enjoy Ted. And um, <laughs> that racist shit he did was back in the day. Yeah, he was it was a, kid. a really long time ago. And it doesn't really look like... And I, I haven't seen anything in his life that... Well, since then, since then, seems and, like he's and continued. And my thing is that, is that I'm not going to police his private life. Like, if, if he's able to keep that in his pool room, yeah. man... 
Nah, dude. I'm not. Listen, I'm not gonna police anything that somebody says while they're sitting it's drinking cool, with their man. boys. You that's know, playing ping pong. Talkery. Yeah, nah, man. The, see, and that's what pissed me off when Trump said that is because he wasn't in the locker room. <laughs> like, okay, I get it. No, you're absolutely right. There's things that you say in the uh, privacy with your funny. friends when you're in a safe space, but you're on fucking Access Hollywood, my G. But anyway, I don't know. Don't get me off, man. Don't get me. Don't get me, pause. Don't get me off on a tangent. Um, uh, that's it. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. I definitely want to give that one a try. Actually, like that one is gonna is 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 very high on the priority list yeah. because Winston Duke is is hilarious. Well, Winston Duke, and I absolutely dope. want to support his career. Um, feel me. And to be fair, like I don't got nothing against Marky Mark as an actor. I feel like he does a lot. Actually, of yeah, no, not for nothing. I he really fucking enjoy him work, as an actor. The other not guy is, is one of my favorite comedies ever. I, I, none of my 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 qualms with Marky Mark have anything to do with his talent. Yeah, for real. Yeah, Marky Mark is he's. I mean, which is probably calling Mark Wahlberg, but. <laughs> yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Is that disrespectful? I don't mean that I mean, disrespectfully in the least. I would think he, he, he could find it that way because, yeah. like, it's remember, like, I don't know, like, Michael B. Jordan was like, yo, would be. I hope he's like, been called saying, worse things in the world that that doesn't bother him. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, but you know, it's like, I hear you when, say, yeah, no, you're absolutely Michael right. B. Jordan is like, yo, when people say, where's Wallace? Like, he's like, yo, I've moved Ooh. on from that. You know what I mean? It's like, that yeah, was so I hear you, but that's. Career, like, I would never say that to him only because that would, I would make myself cry because that whole scene is too powerful, bro. Like I would like like I'd look stupid. Like hey, what? what? <laughs> I actually Which saw one? this um dope interview. <laughs> I just walk away like my bad. Saw this dope. It's like a conversation with Jamie Foxx and Michael B. Jordan where they were talking about stuff, and it was actually pretty good. It was pretty good. I think they were promoting some movie they did together a few months back. But yes, they, they did a movie where he uh, Michael B. Jordan was a lawyer defending yeah. um, Jamie Foxx, and I feel terrible because I heard it was a very good movie and it was about a very important case. But um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw a really yeah. I saw a pretty dope conversation they had on YouTube. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. But yeah, so those are things that are probably on the up and coming. Um, Alrighty, cool. So let's move on into some entertainment news. Um, speaking of uh, fresh interviews, I saw a really good interview with um, another plug, Shameless, my man Talib Kweli uh, on the People Quali. Party. Yeah, man, he uh, he had JPEG Mafia on there, who I I didn't realize was another first generation uh, yardy come to America. Which man? Shout out. I, 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 it was an amazing interview. I mean, J, JPEG, I don't know what his preference is. I've only been following him for a while, but um, I think mostly people call him Peggy. So Peggy was, was he's, he's an artist through and through. And it's crazy because it, it was great hearing him talk about how his life led him to be able to become an artist. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he did. He um, served in the military, and you know, it, honestly, it's, you probably um, relate a lot to his story. Trying to, and he's yeah, actually younger, know, which is funny because when you see him, you'd never imagine. But he's younger than both. <laughs> Yo, life is hard, bro. <laughs> um, but no, I want you to watch that because it's not even just life is hard. It's that he lives life hard. Yo, he threw up three times in the interview because my man hilarious. was my man was he pre-gamed real hard. That's hilarious. But that, but he made it through the interview and he was coherent. The fact that the funny, I think that was the best part about it is that he was hammered, drunk, and completely coherent. You know what I mean? That, that's yeah. something that a seasoned drinker does. Like yeah. only you, you know, old school Jamaicans. Yep. Like he learned under some real good old school yardies. You know what I mean? How to drink proper. 
Yo, we had Willie Wright room day. But yeah, man. And so, uh, yeah, it was great. But I just want to give a shout out to all of the first generation Jamaicans coming out here, really bigging it up. You know what I mean? Showing the, that, that the culture is strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The culture yeah. is strong. You know what I mean? Um, Firm and strong. Because the thing is, is that all the Jamaicans that I've met outside of the island still have a firm love and respect for the island. You know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah. We, we, none, of, none of us hold an animosity to the island. You know what I mean? Not the same way that, you know, a lot of other first generation immigrants come to the, the States and they never want to go back home. You know what I mean? And they, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they just want to be American. And I don't know many Jamaicans that fervently want to be American over Jamaican, <laughs> no matter how much they might love being here. And 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 loving America doesn't mean wanting to not be part of your 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 culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that that's one of the things that I find that a lot of the, my, my my brethren really really hold in their heart, and I appreciate. I appreciate it in these times because that's rare. It's rare. It's rare indeed because not a lot of people can can hold those those two those two things. You know, national pride. For for where you are and for where you're from, you know yeah, what I mean. Like appreciation for where you are, but also still reverence from where you're from. Yeah, man. So big up to Peggy, yo. That was an amazing interview. I highly recommend giving them giving them some views on that one. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give that shout out, man. Nice. And some other entertainment news, yo. I heard uh, Young Berg was the target of of felonious actions in L.A. He was being, uh, he was on a date with a girl who is not his girlfriend. <laughs> he has no girlfriend from what I'm led to understand based upon his, his numerous Instagram posts. But, um, that's what I would say. Too. He was entertaining a young lady who I guess was working with the ring of Jack boys. No, we tried to come and get him. No, but young, yo, but see, that's the thing is, young Berg look like food, but young Berg ain't food, and so he had the pistola, and so she never was able to get him outside to open the door, and so he was able to foil the attempt. And the only reason why they know is because my man had one of those home ring security systems, and yeah. so they seen him, and it was an obvious, it was obvious that they were the burglars were working in concert with the with the girl inside. It was like he he has them on tape and like they come to the door, they see it's not open, they wait, they look for the text. It was it was all on it was all on tape. You know what I mean? And and, and I say that to a big up Berg, you know what I mean? Like absolutely. It, yo, you might think I'm food Absolutely. and you could try me, but don't. They didn't get him, and so yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. no, no. You know what I mean? He, he definitely, yourself, ladies and gentlemen, protect yourself. Because had they got the bag, he'd look like a clown. Not even like that. Like he could have easily ended up like um and pop like, smoke. Um, yeah, yeah. You know no, and, that, and, that and and in all just aside, easy... no, no. I wanna I wanna give you some credence for that. All just aside, that's not a joke. Yeah. Those things go sideways a lot. They do. You know what I mean? Because like you said, he had the pistol on him and they probably had a pistol too. So it's like... But yo, you want to know how gangster this bitch was? After he pistol whipped her and kicked her out the low, house, low, low, she low, went low, on low, Instagram low, low, and posted low, low. that Berg beat her. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this scandal is hot. I'm like, wow. But that's them LA girls, yo. Them LA Ladies girls, yo, they're gangsters. Keep they're gangsters. Keep your they're, receipts. Yo, and, and I'm not even... I'm not stigmatizing or nothing, but LA girls are gangsters, yo. Don't never take them for granted. Damn, see, now Butcher's new song don't even seem all that crazy no more. Bro. You know, just for me, no one, me not no, like it. But, <laughs> but we it. 
You zoom it in. Yo, it's like you might have to sweep it for real. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, man. And so so shout out to Young Berg for for holding down his own. And 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 not for nothing, like you you know, you gotta be careful moving like we move out of the hood, you know, you know what I mean, to these nice neighborhoods. And you got to be careful bringing people up out of those neighborhoods who aren't ready to 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 be out of those neighborhoods. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because they yeah. might not be looking at you like you know what I mean, just a a nice fun evening. They might be looking for more than that from you, more than what you're willing to give. Damn, I'm really glad that he kept his wits about him, man. Yes, man. Like I got to give him a lot of props, you know. What I mean? But those niggas, they 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 were looking for an easy look and see, and that's something that 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 I think goes understated when it comes to, to people being scared uh, of, of things like that happening to them. Most, most people who perform though, that lifestyle, they're, they're not looking for the hard hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless they, they're being paid to do so. You know what I mean? Most of them are looking for an easy lick. And so anything you could do to make that their lives harder, it, it'll deter them. And as you've seen, Berg, Berg positioned himself to not be taken advantage of, and he wasn't. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, shout out. I hope that's that's a lesson to everyone to just be mindful of the people you bring around, especially when yeah. you're... Because Berg is highly successful. Highly, highly successful. He's highly successful in being a creative. He's highly successful as an exec. So, you know what I mean? He's got a lot to to lose, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. I Shout just, out to Young Berg. For real. Give you wits about you. Excellent job. Yeah, you know? being, being a real example to these young men out there. <laughs> but yo, not for nothing, you know, looking at like, moving on, Um, I was, I've been looking at little Uzi Vert's numbers and and he really is demonstrating to me why, why I'm whack as shit. That. Because I can't understand his music. I, not that I can't understand what he's saying. I don't understand the appeal of his music, like, not even, like, really marginally, like, I understand it's listenable. It's not, like, unlistenable, but I don't enjoy his music very much at all. Right. But that man puts up fucking numbers. Mm -hmm. I think they said he did over 330,000 first week on shot to do that again second week. That's pretty crazy. Even and, and even if I'm yeah, like, yo, nah, that's fuck nice. that. That nigga, they, they, it's all stream numbers. Even even if, <clears throat> even if two thirds of that are streaming numbers, that nigga still did over a hundred thousand and has a dedicated enough following to stream his album enough times to triple their each of their individual values. Now that that that's of course a hypothetical situation that did not happen. But even if I was to try to discount it because of the of the new streaming platform, that would still be absurd. Like that man is I gotta give him his his flowers, yo. Yeah, he, it's still an accomplishment. I I can't say that I enjoy the music, but kudos to to building your following, to making things that people love. That's amazing. I gotta give him a lot of credit. Cause he doesn't flood the market with with music. He features here and there. He puts out his albums. He he curates his albums based on what he thinks his fans want. He does a lot of interaction. That's a great fucking model, man. The kid's real. He's a he's a solid example of how to conduct yourself in this market for sure. Sure, you know what I mean. Like you don't even have to like his music to really see like the value of someone like that in the industry. And like the thing is, the only thing I don't like is that he's 
he don't talk to people like he needs to be spreading whatever wisdom like whatever he's doing i think that there's a lot of people who could benefit from hearing what he's doing you know what i mean like yeah. he seems he seems to have something you know his head seems to be in the vicinity of the right place you know what i mean and in this yeah. this industry well, he may not that's be always the, in the place in his life right now where he can articulate true. that true you know what I mean? like not everybody can teach what it is that they do <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah i just wanted to, i want to throw some flowers his way because i thought that that was that that was amazing and that that's that's gonna um i think really solidify him in the in the upcoming years he's gonna start moving into that upper tier into that into that j cole tier yeah if i he think starts, uh keeping it up and he'll it, definitely have a it's a completely different demographic i mean there i don't know i don't think that there's a whole lot of overlap between the kendrick's uh the coles and i think the little uzi verts now i think that um drake as a hip-hop artist i think He's a pop artist. He's a great pop artist, and his music. And I'm not sh shitting on his music. I just say I'm just saying as hip hop, I don't really put Drake up there. Um, I think that, but Uzi is considered hip hop, right? I have no idea. I, I know I have a hard time classifying his 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 music, but um, if that's going to be considered hip hop, I would definitely start considering him up there now. And I'm going to have to start um exposing myself to more of his music i might actually do a little um album review of eternal atake i think that's what it's called his <laughs> last album eternal eternal take i think but yeah um just to just to say i need to to become more familiar with his shit because that's that's impressive you know what i mean and i i i can't say that that many people are crazy you know what i mean there's got to be something there and i'm open to the idea that I could find something good in his music <laughs> that I didn't see on the surface. Right. So, yeah, I want to definitely gonna give that some more listening. But um, yeah, let's move on to some gaming news. Um, I I was really interested to hear this because this came from some pretty credible sources that Sony is looking to acquire Metal Gear Solid IP, Castlevania IP, and the Silent Hill IP for PS5 exclusives. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, daddy. Kojima. And, uh, and they're keeping Kojima be, on. That would be, I mean, that would be interesting. I, what I never quite understood is why Konami, I think it's because of, of the classifications of Pachinko and Parlor games as game, as video games, that they don't sell the video game IP to another development house that's willing to grow it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because... The console IP um, for those, the console development for those IPs has been stagnant for the most part for years. Nice. And mm -hmm. so, and that's really what's driven the popularity behind it. So I don't understand why Konami would, would hamstring themselves by not growing the IP that would then fuel people, the younger generation to grow into the their pachinko parlors, which I'm not saying that I hope that to happen, but it doesn't seem to benefit their business model. To not yeah, so much so it. they even made an American Castlevania anime, which is like yeah. that's kind of backwards. You know what I mean? It's that, very that's backwards. a little backwards. So I don't know. I <clears> guess <throat> it would be a really good thing because I would love to see a revival of Symphony of the Night. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Not a remake, but like give me another really great story with a lot of those themes and a lot mm -hmm. of that setting and that layout. 
but advanced. Give me some, give me some 2020 modifications to it. You know what I mean? Sprinkle a little bit of awesome sauce on it for the, I guess at this point it would come out in 2021 or beyond. Yeah, it would so, be a little bit. But yeah, I, I'm interested to see what they do. Uh, well, I'm, I'm interested to see, A, if they actually purchase those IPs. Right. Um, that's technically a rumor. Go. And if they do, man, that would be a powerhouse lineup for PS5. Yeah. Especially since they know that they have no competition with the exclusives because Xbox already decided they're not going to do exclusives. Yeah. So as long as they made a dope game. And Nintendo would... exclusives are already Nintendo exclusives. They, they're, you know what I mean? They, they pitch that from like development usually. Yeah, if it's good enough, you can start having Castlevania-themed PS5s. Yeah, that would be interesting. So, yeah, that, that was a little bit of uh, uh, gaming news. But um, also, PS5 had their technical display for the... Or PlayStation did their PS5 technical display. Um, now, so they can uh, side-by-side it with the Xbox One X, um, which is the next-generation Xbox uh, spec lineup. Yeah. And they the it's very interesting ps5 went with performance whereas xbox was with big numbers <laughs> so xbox like maxed out on cpu speed but of course that's throttled by by a lot of your other specifications i'm not going to get too technical here because i'm not too technical right it would be but most, um most yeah your cpu speed is throttled by the connection to the motherboard and so while you can have an immense amount of processing power in the CPU, it can only go, but it can only process the information through the motherboard, but so fast. Mm-hmm. And so what PS5 did, it was, it went with performance with very high end SSDs, which allows for almost twice as fast of transfer of information from the game to the, to the processors, the GPU and the CPU, which is really quality. Like, it pretty much eliminates load times. Yes, yes. They were talking about, yo, we're going to have to make loading screens shorter now. to accommodate No, there's no load screens load anymore. Yeah, no, no. There's like literally no load screens. Like, Right, but his example was like, mm-hmm. for example, in Spider-Man, when you're taking oh, the yeah. subway, they would have to abridge that now because they would, they would like, yeah, it. it would just be like a flash screen, like, yeah. and you're there. They're going to have to modify the entire concept. Though, and, and, and it's funny because what it does is that it kind of, it kind of uh, highlights some tricks that they had been using. So things like fast travel aren't in games because they wanted to give you a fast way to travel. They had to do that because to actually move your character through the environment and to, to trigger any events or anything that would happen, they actually had to move your character through the environment and to load that took time. And so the fast travel screens were actually them loading everything that would happen between, you know what I mean? Running your character through through that spot. And so now since there's no load time, they can literally do that instantly and process that information instantly. There's no longer need for a fast travel system. Now games could in their story would just, they would be like teleportation. Like they'd just be like, Oh, okay. This is a teleportation system rather than you're getting your car system. That's the thing. Yo, if they would bring back like open world, explorative RPGs, man, That'd be interesting. That'd be crazy. Or now like, with the ability to do that, like Skyrim. like to because that's one thing I loved about Final Fantasy fourteen is like as you traveled, you would go and unlock a crystal, and then you can travel between the crystals. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is that that required a ton of load times. Gosh, it really sucks with the load times. 
man, that'll be really nice. Like, because <laughs> uh, load times get from like f- up to forty-five seconds, and that, that's kind of long when you're when you're doing that consecutively and then walking for a minute and a half oh, yeah, to yeah. hit another load screen. It's like, oh shit! The fact that they had to start inventing games just to distract you from how long yeah, load times load were getting was is that's an indicator of how bad it was getting. You know what I mean? But I still remember the uh, the little Vegeta or the little um. Uh, uh, Cell Junior game from the Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that was a good. Cell Juniors would pop up out of the ground. Ah, yes, and the Cybermen. Cybermen. So yeah, it'll be nice. I'm really interested in seeing what happens with the PS5. But as you said, I'm going to keep my eye out for that, for that uh, hint mechanics. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, thing. If they start instituting that, man, that's a no go. They still have that patent, and I got to know what you're doing with it. If I find out it's in your system, yeah, I'm not going to buy that. Can't no. trust you at that point. No, 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 no. All right, let's move on to some social topics. Man, you want to hear the real fuck shit? ICE has been upping their raids because they know that everyone's inside. Sounds about right. Bro, <laughs> let me tell you, man, like, they they have no shame. Yeah, they're a bunch of dickbags. Sure. Like, how, how are you going to do that, bro? Like, making people, like, feel more precarious in this time, like, that's such a shitty thing to do. But with that being said, yeah, be those, careful. Those guys have no souls. Yeah, man. Man, and did you hear they're doing... Another, so they already did $1.5 trillion in bailouts, and then now they're doing another round of bailouts. And I'm like, yo, dude... Then you wonder why people evade their taxes. Like, if that, that's, that's, you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, you're bailing out these industries and they're still mass. And as I said, you know, hotels and all these companies are still firing people, laying people off. And it's like, what are you bailing them out for? Like, why are you giving them money and people are still getting laid off? This doesn't make any sense. Also, if you've, um, if you have it, like, contain the reason why you're bailing people out i feel like you're just probably gonna end up bailing them out a little bit later again anyway absolutely and that that was another thing like why the fuck were they giving them money in the very beginning of the outbreak like that doesn't even make sense yep that's what makes me feel like all this shit is manufactured because that doesn't make sense like nobody's behaving in any semblance of a way that makes any sense if what if, if anyone believes what's being told to us i mean like if you believe what's happening like like no i still believe that everything that they're doing is typical greed absolutely just completely oh, oh absolutely and totally oh no no, no. i didn't like, mean to how can yeah. i squeeze every single drop out of this scenario absolutely i definitely feel like every Almost everyone from the bottom to the top is trying to do that right now. From the people who are hoarding things unnecessarily to the companies asking for bailouts prematurely or unnecessarily. No, I understand that point. But the people with the companies that are laying people off en masse are doing so to their own detriment. Because how what are you going to do when... It's time to when when business picks back up eventually. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they're handicapping themselves. That's the part. Like I I understand the greed part absolutely. I would never say that there's a primary motivator outside of greed. But greed at the expense of your ability to continue to do business, I think it's that's crazy to me. I don't know, Curry, the too big to fail. That's been uh, once 
it's already been established that you could tank your business to have the government pick up the pieces and change absolutely nothing about it. Yeah. Would you, you think they're going to do that with all the businesses? I mean, I wouldn't say it's a good idea, but there's nothing to stop them all from trying, trying at the same yeah. time. Because this yeah, particular who knows? incident is big enough for all of them to try it. In the past, mm. the, it was specific industries that did it. So it was specific industries that requested the bailout. Yeah. However, this one affects all of them. So they're all doing it at the same time. Once again, once again, leading no me to say, thinking about why don't they just, individual part? Why don't they just float the people so the people can float the businesses? Uh, th- 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 this is uh, not that type of government. This is not a, this no, government no, no, is no, not no, for no, the no, people. No. We're not going to do anything that benefits the people. We're because that, that would be the best way to get those businesses back is that they have to hire people. If the people on the streets were going back in, that would make sense. But this is not that type of government. (laughs) This government is very much about enriching the rich. That's why I have a hard time believing anything they fucking say. It's like, like, okay, I no, I I I get it. There's there's definitely an illness, but all this shit that you're telling me needed to happen and. The stock market, blah, 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 blah. That's all you guys being dickbags. Mm-hmm. That's all you guys being dickbags. It has very little to do with, with people's actual behavior. Because as far as I saw, most people were still trying their very, very hardest to go about their very their days normally. They really tried. And they did everything they could to to force this this recession into place. So It's a bunch of opportunists. And 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 and, it, and and you know he made it pot like that's the that's that's the the whole fuckery of the situation like everyone's fucked because mm-hmm. had he not removed the pandemic team if they were in place <laughs> yeah. then he could control the public understanding of what was going on but since Correct. he Correct. he disbanded them it allowed the media to create a Correct. fervor which was unnecessary which panicked the people it's like you're all fucking Be- stupid and because he lacks any semblance of actual leadership he can't and, get in front of and, it and oh the man if only he had some leadership skills he could get ahead of this because He's right. The media is whipping people into an unnecessary fervor. But at the same token, you have no fucking foot to stand on because yeah. you have no experts because around so you that are you trustworthy. In a, in a different direction. <laughs> it's like you're all fucking idiots, man. And it's like, man. Yeah. And then you know they want they want us to trust electo- electoral politics that produce this system. Yeah. And it's like you know, you guys. I really, I really just don't understand how you're trying to sell this bill of goods. And then you got the nerve to make. Other people who no longer want to engage with it look like they're bad people. And it's like, oh, hey, guys, I think you're gaslighting us at this point. This is definitely a chickens have come home to roost type scenario. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think that there's any actual positive politics or uh, social news going on. I mean, there's pretty much only two news stories. And, you know, it's crazy. They're talking about um, how unemployment's going to hit 20%. And I'm like, you know, there's a community of people in this country that have been dealing with 40% unemployment since, like, 2008. You know, black people have been experiencing those levels of unemployment for decades. You know what I mean? And now they're talking about how bad it is. It's like, well, wasn't it, like, like, when... When our, you know, when we isolated that there's a huge community that is experiencing this very thing, you guys didn't fucking want to do nothing. You didn't want to give us no rep. You didn't want to give African Americans reparations because this is essentially what they're doing. Is they're saying, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna give you guys a basic income at some point because that's what a lot of the Republicans and a lot of the Congress people are floating very seriously is just you know giving out." you uh a basic income for the duration of this of this um this epidemic 
or this pandemic. I'm sorry, it's not an epidemic, it's a pandemic. And um, that's what black people have been asking for to stimulate their communities for fucking decades. And they wouldn't even study it. But one, <laughs> they no, they, they literally, first step have they been trying to get for reparations is just to get them to study it, and they won't do that. And so now this 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 virus causes massive upheaval, and all of a sudden, yeah, it's clearly a good idea to give the people the money to help them sustain while there's massive unemployment in a time well, where they can't leave their house. Yeah, you know, thanks. You know, well, you know, hopefully, you know, they don't find a way to exclude African American or minority communities by like saying, "Oh, if you're on public assistance, you can't get it" or some bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, if they pull some bullshit like that, that'd be some that'd be fucked up. I mean, they're already trying. There's already uh, I think what was it Rand Paul or it may have been Rand Paul. I'm not sure. I don't want to. I don't want to quote the wrong person's name, but uh, conservative. They're all big bags. It's okay. You can put that evil on all of them. <laughs> Is already rejected. I'm sure they all agree with it. He doesn't want same-sex uh, uh, partners to receive the aid at the same time. So fuck all of y'all, because Johnny and Jimmy is gonna get help too. So fuck your grandmother. really. Like I mean, priorities, man. Priorities. You know their ability to be petty is like it's like. It's like Omega level. It really is. That's Omega level petty. Absolutely. To say, hey, you know what? We need to help all these people. But before we do, let's make sure that none of those those homosexual couples get their grubby little hands on it. Come on. Really? It's like you're really willing to shaft like pregnant women children like it's the children because and and because that's the big thing because you know they're not opening schools schools is schools there's no more school Mm -hmm. for the rest of the year like that's crazy that's why i mean i have no problem with homeschooling my child because you see how fucking lame the school system (laughs) is Yeah, you would have been homeschooling them in this situation anyway like like something (sighs) anyway um It's just like the schools should feel ashamed of themselves that they're not equipped for this. The schools should feel ashamed of themselves. I don't give a fuck what level it takes. I don't care the the politicians in in charge of funding them, the principals in charge of budgeting them, all of them. The school board in charge of making sure they're run properly, all of them should be ashamed of themselves. On the one hand, um, well, I don't know. Usually, uh, uh, um, Tragedy tends to like bring a nation together and kind of makes them stronger. So, mm. yeah, that's why I don't I even know where you're going with know. this. I'm waiting for you to finish. That's what I say. <laughs> like, so I don't know because you know, like after the war and stuff, the nation banded together and they galvanized and became stronger as a people. But you know, I, the way people have been divisive the in, in recent years, it's just I don't even know if we would come together in a situation like this. I feel like people would be more likely to. Collect into the clicks, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's because they don't have a lot of good creative examples of how not to do that. Every time, everything that we've ever seen of people in an in an emergency situation shows this, and it's like you know that's not the history of overcoming great adversity. Really is isn't. people fucking panicking and hating each other and being racist, and you know that's really not the history of overcoming. You know what I mean? Yeah. But our fucking distorting massive media engine just 
does a terrible job of like, oh, hey, you know, fucking can you produce a movie where people don't fucking go crazy? Like, I don't know. I would watch that movie where, you know, shit hits the fan. It gets rough and people pull together. You know what I mean? Yeah. On a massive scale. Sometimes. I mean, not just like, a, you know, a select few people blow up an asteroid. I mean, like on a big collective scale. Like we decide, hey, you know what? Fuck this. We're changing our society type shit. Nah, yeah. no. Sometimes I feel like when when people when some shit goes wrong and people starts panicking and people just start screaming, I feel like I'm the weirdo because I'm like, yo, why are you screaming right now? How is that helping? Well, you know what? It's uh, something that I've learned is that we have that it, it's an it's a byproduct of being raised by Caribbean parents. We have that island sense. Is we have a certain cool about us. Like, no, this is not tragedy. Trust me, tragedy <laughs> will come one day. Trust me, it's the- this is not the tragedy. Just. <laughs> Cool, it's, the sun's still rising, the breeze the still blowing. Yo, you, yo, just bun a spliff on Guan. It's the advanced version of I give you something to cry about. So well, oh, wow. You, you think that is? is it, yeah. Oh, man. You know, it is true. I guess like, that yo, is what it is. Yo, when I you're raised with someone right constantly telling you, like, what are you so mad about? Because if you want something to, I will, I will give you something to cry about. Yeah. It's like, yo, I'm pretty sure that belt just, just gave you something to cry about a second ago. <laughs> or especially like when they give you an ass whooping and you're not allowed to show the disdain on your face. Oh, that man. shit was funny. In hindsight, that shit is funny. No, that bit my dad in the Fix ass. up your fears. Fix up your fears. I will have a so far. <laughs> I remember the last time that my dad gave me a good boss ass. He was beating me and I was looking him dead in his face with no look. And I was holding... Just staring him in his face, and he, had, you know, he, and then he's like, you know what? I'm, I can't do this no more because I want to end up fighting you. Yeah, go, go somewhere. And we'll talk about this later. Oh man, so yeah, but yeah I was like, maybe man, that's what it is. You know, maybe we're just used. The to asshole is deep inside people. me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what kind of kid does that at at ten years old to stare a grown man in his face while he's accosting him? Nah, like, yo, I feel you, man. <laughs> it's like it, it's. It's your way of letting them know. It's like, I understand that you have power over me, but you're still not going to break me. Mm-mm. I went in that room and I cried, boy. He busted my <laughs> ass so bad. That shit hurt. Right. Like, when you're out of his presence. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, no, I didn't let him see it. Couldn't let him see it. Oh, Couldn't let him see that. Battle, God damn it. Well, yeah, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, this country. I, I agree, though, man. We definitely need to learn to come together and stop reacting so it's such an american thing because like, cuz like interpersonal beef is understandable but like i i don't understand like in this country like the the polarity between like the partisanship between left and right and and yeah. democrat republican that's crazy mm-hmm. like jamaica has seen that once in our history and it everyone got shot up for it you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like it's crazy because, and, and I don't think you'll ever see it, that happen in Jamaica again because of that. You know, in America, it's like they, they let this partisanship create so much tension and they live next to these people. They live in the same country as these people. They live under the same laws. You know what I mean? They they they, they have to agree on a, on a president, you know, and they just, they, they refuse to see themselves as, as one big community. This this country, I just it, it's amazing the division. Yeah. Like and 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 like I understand you know they shit on black people. Like the country is built on shitting on black people and Native Americans. The country, you know, the country has a hundred years of of criminalizing Mexican life. Like, I I almost understand that. But why the fuck can't they get along with each other? <laughs> like no like. 
if you think that the that the that the that the partisan divide in this country is based upon minorities and white people, it ain't. It's not definitely. Not. It's it's based on white people fighting with white people, and I don't understand why they can't at least come together for the because the, and and that's the premise that the Republican mantra in the seventies was built off of was the rising tide, you know, raises all boats. Mm-hmm. Like if if. The idea that if white people could just come together and unify and just fix their society so that they're not so mentally ill and they can adequately distribute resources and their government functions right, everyone would benefit from that. Everyone. And I think that's why I think I think that's kind of why Southern black folk vote for who they think white people will vote for, because they're hoping that at some point they will unify and 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 take care of the country and that ever but that's never going to happen that's never going to happen and and that's that, that's shown by the fact that Nancy Pelosi would rather Donald Trump win than Bernie Sanders facts she would rather see a white fascist white supremacist fascist want to be authoritarian win than somebody who's fighting for a medical system that could have fixed what's happening right now. Well, not fixed it, but certainly made it so that people didn't lose their fucking jobs and mass. You know what I mean? And so to that degree, I understand the difference and I will absolutely vote between a Donald Trump and a Bernie. I won't vote between a Biden and a Donald Trump because I don't think that Biden's administration would have done this any better. There would have been the same profiteering. It would have been the same insider trading because there's senators who have been insider trading based on the information that they're getting on this fucking coronavirus. See what I'm saying? Like, there's too many niggas making money off of this for me to believe you when you want me to uproot my fucking life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And stop shit that I do. And, and you know what I mean? Like, why people are fucking crazy. They have to understand that you got to have a limit to where you're going to say, okay, cool. This much of my life can be affected by this. But without due evidence, I'm not going to go to that length. I'm not going to change everything without due evidence because, you know, the media has just done a shitty job at just being relatively accurate. Yeah. Can't trust them. Like they're talking about millions of people. I bet you like there's not going to be millions of people infected with this and there's not going to be millions of people dead. Not going to happen. It's not going to be no 70% of a fucking Americans get infected with this. That's fucking ludicrous. In China, where it started, where it's way more densely packed, where there are way more people than they are in the United States. I think that Wuhan had a total infection rate of about 1% yeah. of the people in all of Wuhan. Yeah, it was... The numbers were not astronomical. It They're not astronomical. Definitely did not hit anywhere near no. the millions. And so, you know, just, just stop. Just be realistic. Let people know, yes, there's an illness going around. And yes, guess what? If you are a compromised respiratory system or a compromised immune system, this thing will fuck you up bad. You know, so people, if you know people like that, be careful. Be sanitary. Don't be a dick bag. But don't fucking uproot the economy now. That's what I mean. This, I do not believe that what they're telling us is true. This was a concerted effort to, 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 to do some kind of course correction on the American economy. Because there's no reason for this to have gone the way it did. Just there isn't. And whoever's lying to you telling that you is, you you should probably be a little bit dubious of the shit that they're telling you. Because it's madness. Madness that they're saying that that the shit that they're trying to report out to the media 
And then, of course, the government is so fucking inept that they can't fucking rein the media in. It's absurd. But anyway, fucking how did I get off? Damn it. I'm tired of talking about the Roni, man. How the fuck I get off on that again? Roni in the middle. But yeah, let's just wrap up with the um with the the remainder of the politics news, uh, the primary. It's pretty much over. <clears throat> Recently, Tulsi Gabbard dropped out her campaign, which was irrelevant for the most part. But then, in a surprising turn, she betrayed all of her values and endorsed Biden. I don't know fucking why, but I'm just done with American politicians. I and see, that's the thing is, is that I don't want to be a defeatist. I'm definitely done with the, with American politicians unless they come with the real, like a Bernie Sanders. Like I'll support a Bernie Sanders to to no end. I'll never stop supporting good people. But I'm not gonna support these fucking these 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 useless, feckless, uh, uh, just completely mealy mouthed, milk toast, milk toast, fucking uh, uh, politicians. Lukewarm. You know, like Tulsi, really drop out the race. Fine, I get it. You're wasting your time. But fucking supporting Biden, yeah, the fuck right. Really, dude. He's he's fucking against everything that you supported. Everything about your endorsement screams fucking bullshit. So once again, she shows you can't trust anyone that comes from the American military establishment. They're all trash. Um, And that's a shame because I really didn't think she was that. But, you know, you show your hand when you show your hand. Um, And so that puts Bernie in a position he didn't he he lost a lot of the delegates. I don't think he has a solid position to gain enough delegates unless I mean, the only way that Bernie can go into the contested convention and have a solid chance at the nomination is if um Biden like strokes out and like has a public display of, of 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 lack of health and fitness. It's the only way. It's the only way. And and honestly, I don't think that that's going to happen. I don't want that to happen to him. I think it's bad enough that they're putting this man through this this rigorous of a of a of a um, process at his age. And um, you know, I think that pretty much Bernie is is buying buying time for something. I don't know for what. I don't think that he has a clear path to victory anymore. Um, he I thought he would have done better. In Michigan, he did poorly. That was a big delegate count, and so it puts him in it puts him in a position where he needs to he needs to win a large percentage of the delegates that I just don't believe that he has the ability to 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 garner. Um, and I don't even I don't even particularly believe he has enough to garner um strength in the convention to say, hey, I want to barter. Um, because I don't think that Joe really cares about his voters. I think Joe, I think Joe would genuinely go in public and tell all the Bernie Sanders voters to go fuck themselves. Given the opportunity, given the opportunity, um, to do so. And then uh, a handler that was slipping. Oh my goodness. I could totally see him getting on a mic and talking into the side of his phone and going, uh, and, and, and let the Bernie know, Bernie bros know, go fuck yourself. I would love I would pay money for that recording, by the way. That would, that would be, be awesome. Dope. Yeah. But you know, there's people who do good enough Biden to get that. <laughs> I know. I want the real thing. God damn it. <laughs> I don't want no impression. But yeah, man. And so, um, yeah, it, it's pretty much done. I think that uh, 
Bernie's going to rally behind Biden. It's going to be a Biden Trump. And so I'm I'm from here on out I'm pretty much going to be um figuring out what we're going to do in the next 4 years of Trump. How this is going to look what kind of fucking <laughs> dog and pony show this is going to be. But it is what it is. You know, I I'm listen. I'm a survivalist. Yeah. If this yep, if, if this shit out. burned down right now, I we I'd figure some shit out. I definitely figured some shit out. So it is what it is. I, I don't feel like I fared too poorly in the first four years. I don't think I'll fare too poorly in the next four years. I think that they're going to pass a bunch of fucked up legislation. And all that legislation, guess what? Could be undone if the fucking Democrats got their shit together. But they won't. And they'll all just fall, become more corrupt by that legislation mm-hmm. rather than fight against it. And so fuck same. you guys. No, I don't feel like I should fight against that corruption if they're just going to succumb to it. If the niggas is drinking the poison, why am I going to start ch- stopping the snake? You know what I mean? Like, no, if you guys are sitting there milking the snake and drinking the poison, why am I going to start saying, yo, 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 get that snake out of here? Y'all niggas brought him in here. You have every chance to get him out of here. Yeah, it looks like you're choosing to drink the poison. Nah, I'm good. I'm, I, I, you know, and I, I could totally understand why, why now I, I only say these things to say, get more involved on your fucking local level, do things around your communities to make them better. Cause that is the only way that as a constituency, our demographic, that is the minority demographic of black people in America will ever gain real power. Because once our communities get better, we can start actually becoming avid and stakeholders in our community, starting businesses, owning businesses. Once we do that, we stop. There stops being so much capital flight out of our communities. When you spend money with black people, they'll spend money with other black people and it'll stay within the community. And I think I feel like L.A., a lot of the, 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 the California African-American communities have, a, have a, uh, an idea of that. You know what I mean? We just need to institutionalize it. But, you know, they keep on passing bullshit legislation that just fucking undermines it. Like they tried to pass this opportunity zone legislation and all that managed to do was fucking fund gentrification. And it's like, God damn it, dude. Like these communities are fighting hard enough, you know. And so anyone who feels disenfranchised by electoral politics, fuck the presidential politics. Get on your local level. Do something in your community. Even if you're not even, even if you don't feel comfortable voting, do something in your community. Start something, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like just within our own community, I want to start doing street cleanup. Yo, just beautifying your community goes a long fucking way. And people appreciate that. That'll get you on the map. You know what I mean? I, I, I've moved yeah, into a lot of neighbors. new communities. Yeah, I moved into a lot of new communities. And so I've practiced in, in these kind of methods of just getting into, getting to know people, to entrench yourself into a community that you want to learn and love. You know what I mean? And so I want to implore people, do that. Get a, get, You know what I mean? Like getting involved in the local level will allow you to get involved in a more serious love, uh, uh, set of circumstances and events that can actually impact the people around you because this electoral politics ain't shit. It really ain't shit. And none of them are going to help you. Biden has already, he's already said he would have vetoed the type of medical system that would have helped stem this pandemic. He's not the guy. He ain't the one. And so do what you got to do. You know, if you do choose to vote, 
please vote your conscience, vote your heart, but don't vote for the personality. The politics is bullshit. You know what I mean? Vote, vote for what you genuinely believe in. But yeah, I think that's going to be it for today. I don't want to leave on too, too sad of a note. You know what I mean? That that's, I consider that somewhat inspirational. <laughs> Do shit in your community. But yeah. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't forget if you uh, if you want to follow my antics on Twitter, please feel free at home Heron. Hit us up, interact with us, let us know how you like the episodes. Um, definitely uh, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's them again. Let people know. I'm trying to spread the word. Want to get some of those new new listeners? Oh yeah. Always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it, and learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Have a great one, guys. Peace. Take it easy.